0: My man, fellow Englishman doing cool shit, mate. Tell me about it. Uh,
1: Yeah, so myself then, my name's Carl Earnhan. I'm a a CrossFit Level 2 coach and a a co-owner of a box down in Barnsville, North Devon, uh, CrossFit all or nothing. Um, Yeah, so we've started focusing on adaptive CrossFit um, and obviously the ever-evolving thing that it is. Obviously, no one's experts at it straight away but uh, obviously it's a continuous learning process. We're all getting involved. So coaches, athletes, everyone's learning um, yeah. as it develops. Um, reason I got into it because um, one of the guys I coached, uh, Ross Austin, he was in the military with me and he's uh, an amputee from uh, in Explosive Device in Afghanistan. And he went on to Team GB for power powerlifting. Oh. Um Then he got into CrossFit and I coached him for a year. Um, and then he... He started to advance quite quickly. So now he's gone on to coaching with Red Pill. And yeah, he's now um, just finished first in UK. And um, yeah, he was third at the World at Willward this year. Um, so we can see everything that adaptive athletes need. So yeah, we're pushing that forward. So we've started running adaptive competitions under the name Adapt All or Nothing. So the first one, we've got control of the Battle for Middle Ground lanes um, at March Mayhem. So that's on the 2nd of April. So we've just finished uh, adapting all workouts across all divisions today. So they will be pumped out for the public to see over the next couple of days. So that'd be good. Um, and it's the first chance that they can hit the floor under the Battle for, Gre- Battle for Middle Ground name. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Wow.
0: Battle for Middle Ground is a good comp, man. That's, um, that's a real good comp across the UK for those of you that aren't in the country or around that area. Um. Yeah, it's a real cool competition, right? Everybody kind of comes together. It's a, it's quite competitive. Like people, people throw it down hard, man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. they, it's taken very seriously. But people on the floor, they switch off different zone and they just give it full send. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's a great spectator one. You know, you just see people absolutely crush themselves, and you're like, yeah. okay, guys, this is adult but all right, fair enough.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it, Well, it people is, don't
1: see it. The pressure on the judges, how quick it, uh, the bell rings, and they're straight off, and that the judges have got to be on point as well, with counting the reps because those athletes are vicious. They'll go at you if you if you even get it remotely wrong. So, yeah, <laughs> a lot of pressure, a lot of respect for the judges. Been there myself as well. So, yeah, when the when the judges there, they're under a lot of pressure as well. But mm-hmm. the athletes, yeah, the standard there, as you see, it's gone up over the last couple of years. It's like the RX standard is now like the middle ground, and then everyone else is bumped up a bit. So, competition is on form, yeah.
0: It's crazy, man. Like when I um when I left for New Zealand, maybe coming up to four years ago, like if I if I mentally think back, it would be like the RX standard, then intermediate, and then obviously the beginner. And then I mm-hmm. compare it to now, you're like, what the fuck? Like the RX is basically the beginner now. You're like, what's going on back home? Like, what are you guys doing? You're breeding animals or something?
1: Yeah.
0: It's uh right. it's it's getting crazy, man.
1: Yeah, some of the standards we see people pumping out now, and they're just like, oh, some people have actually they've they've definitely dropped down from RX to intermediate. They're just like, I'm not actually an Rx athlete anymore. I literally I need to spend mm. some more time in the gym just pumping up those reps.
0: Mm. Just a standard like PE teacher mm. or something, or an accountant just smashing yeah, yeah. through some handstand walks over an obstacle and putting 140 kilos above the head. You're like, what the fuck are we breeding? But it's yeah. uh it's cool, man, seeing the Seeing people push the boundaries of human capacity, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Who so, is uh Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say? i
0: was just gonna say what What have you learned from coaching adaptive
1: athletes? Um, I've learned that there's there's no rule book, there's no set guide to coaching anyone, anything. Obviously, basic CrossFit standard level one, nine key functional movements, four additional movements just to get people going. But those have to be majorly adapted as well. But it's not, oh, your lower extremity or your lower extremity 1.2 point, this is how you do it. The human body is an amazing machine. Hundreds of moving, hundreds of thousands of moving parts. Just literally finding that adaptation for that one person, it just takes time. Test and adjust. You've got to fail in order to learn. So even with coaching, the second walking door, pe- people fear. They're, they fear an adaptive athlete when they come and do door, like, Oh, I've never done this before, but it's just like any other class. You know what I mean? You scale or adapt to the ability of the person on the floor. Just may take a a few more seconds, an extra minute or two, working out the weights, working out the movements. So just move it down, move that range of motion down so they can still take part in the session. And if they can't do it, think, is there anything else I can add to it? So so they are able to do it. If not, then, yeah, you find an adaptation uh, with a slightly decreased standard, but otherwise, obviously, to the maximum ability of the athlete.
0: Mm. I love you for saying that, man, in the sense of um, it's just like anybody else coming in the door and you're going to have to just adapt things and scale things appropriately, right? Like if we absolutely bung ourselves up with Karen, for example, or we do a five-by-five the day before, and then we come into the gym the day after and squatting below parallels, not today, man. You know, you're like, ah, oh, guys, this is this is not happening today. Yeah, then maybe we have to scale some things and, and slightly change what we're doing. Yeah, we got to do it for ourselves, man. You know, and when someone comes in, we might have, you know, a stomp or there might be neurodivergent or something that's going on, right? A lot of coaches freak out. You're like, dude, you do it for yourself. You do it for your nan, right? You do it for the kid. If you can coach kids, you can coach anyone right that, yeah. that's that's obvious you know because it's like if you can you can teach a kid you can you know it you know it well enough right yeah. it's the same with with an adaptive athlete it's exactly the same
1: that's what i say uh to a lot of members and stuff when it's on look on the board like today it's one rep max deadlift that is not one rep max of all time that is one rep max of what you can do today yeah. with good form
0: yeah
1: it's like everyone everyone can lift heavy badly you know <laughs> See, as long as you can get keep that correct form, it's whatever you can do on the day. Sleep, rest, food, hydration, everything yeah. comes into play. Yeah, whatever's on your mind, you just lose focus. So yeah, keep that good form. Best you can do on the day. That's for sure, man.
0: And we're chasing that stimulus, right? We're chasing mm-hmm. that that adaptation on the body, not not the actual uh, result. In the sense of, oh, it looks like this. It's a 200 kilo deadlift. It's like you don't have to lift 200 kilo, Strength is relative. You know, you might come in and like, it might be 60%, but that might be a heavy stimulus for you today because you've not slept in three days because you just had a newborn kid because you stressed out your eyeballs. And that might actually be your heavy stimulus today. Cool, find that. Give someone a high five and move the fuck on. You don't have to come in and PB and always push things to the absolute limit, right? And that's, I think that's where we have to do a good job of checking ourselves. Um, as well as the athletes that come through the door, right? Because we're British at the end of the day. We're a little bit unhinged. We like mm-hmm. to crush ourselves in the face all the time. And I mean, I know you're going to be the same in that because you're ex-military, mm-hmm. right? It's like, no, 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 this is go, go, go. Put your face in the wall and carry on, right? And it's like, okay, well, what are we What are we teach in here? Is it a GPP or is it like ready for war?
1: Yeah.
0: I think we're doing the first one. You know, it's, everybody's coming in, getting a little fitter and stronger and then going home for tomorrow. You know, I'm like, yeah. cool, maybe we need to take the foot off the gas a
1: bit. Yeah, because if you if you go 110%, you can't go the same again the next day. Exactly. Obviously, you got to have a reserve in the tank. Do you ever get the death stare, like literally, um, off the members? Like, right, today RX 22.5 kilograms on the dumbbell. Uh, etc. etc. Next thing you know, I've got 20 kilograms. They just look at me like I just shot on their Christmas dinner. You're just like, oh, no, no, I'm scaling today. It's just like my shoulder's a bit niggly, you know what I mean? Don't want to have an injury. Do you know what I mean, I'm not you're not winning the games today. You can scale, it's fine. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And I that's that's been yeah. complaining about the shoulder all day. They're like, oh no, it's, it, it's clearly moving funky, right? You've seen it in the workout, they're barely putting it above their head yeah, and there's a dumbbell snatch or something, 22s is the RX, blah, 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 and they pick up that fucking bad boy. You're like, put it back. Yeah. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. It'll warm up during the workout. The first round is not the warm-up song. Put that damn thing back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens all the time, man. You know, and yeah, we you just got... It's that mindset. Like, you see them as well, even yeah, mid-workout. see people, like, walk across and pick up a heavier weight. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> just leave it. You know what I mean? So like, you back in two rounds and then see if you still want to do that yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: movement is movement at the end of the day you know work is work it doesn't really know what you got. Do. it doesn't matter what you're doing you might go in and do something real complex like a snatch and really develop the skill and the coordination of that movement you might go in and do some deadlifts and really develop the strength or you might go outside and dig holes like you, work is work man and I think I think people need to get it in their heads a little bit more and probably we need to do a better job. I take the accountability of like, you've come in, you've done something, you've gone home. You know, that's good. You're never getting less fit from doing a workout, you know, but you can if you're always trying to push the boat up, because that's when we start getting that neurological fatigue, right? And that's not what we want. Mm-hmm. So come in, work out, give someone a high five, fuck off.
1: See you tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Hey. Rinse, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat, mate. So where do you want to take this adaptive stuff, man?
1: So we were looking at that. There's been no official CrossFit license adaptive competition within UK. So that's our aim. 18th of June, we're holding an event at Southern Quarter. So we've got a number of sponsors coming in already. Um, number of athletes have already signed up. We've literally, just like any other competition, Across the competition, we've got the same judges go to the other ones, same MCs, just trying to get the same vibe across um, and just do what we can. Obviously, test, test and adjust first event mm-hmm. and then just hopefully make it bigger each year and just give them that floor, give them that opportunity to showcase exactly what they can do. So, like I say, it's not scaling the movement, it's just adapting it to their ability. So, they can, they're can. still RX athletes, some of them are top of their game. Um, so, we've got like five in each category, so most of them already compete across the pond. Um, in America as well, Will we're at the Games. We've got those athletes in. So, yeah, we're just going to give them that fair and inclusive uh, competition floor because there's different standards between like CrossFit and Will with with, um, like, subdivisions. So each division, so let's say low extremity, you've got 1.2 point, upper extremity, 1.2 point, seated. You've got with and without hip function and quad. And then you've got a uh, neurological as well, uh, with a few different subdivisions. And then you've got short stature. So yeah, 22 categories at willward at the moment, we're covering 16 categories at our competition. So we're still, still trying to improve, but we're following the guidance of willward who are the subject matter experts within adaptive competitions and adaptive training, wow. um, so we're just, do, just doing as much as we can. Like I say, still learning curve. We're not coming out saying we know absolutely everything. So we're learning day by day off the athletes who compete regularly, um, off the organisations who run these competitions, learning from their mistakes. Everyone helps each other out, which is great. And then main thing is listening to those athletes. They've all got a voice. They've all got a backstory. And they've all got um different opinions that will help improve the competition.
0: A hundred percent. That is the biggest thing you know ask them you know whether it's you know a adaptive athlete in the physical sense and an adaptive athlete in the neurodivergent sense just fucking ask them man like they know best at the end of the day you know it's the same thing I was like hey team how are you feeling mm-hmm. boom first question you've introduced them to the room and then you've asked them how they're feeling like we do the same thing with able-bodied we're going to do the same thing with adaptive it's the same they're people you know and then we're like okay cool maybe that's not working as great today. Great. We're gonna to have to do something else, and we slowly just kind of meander on down this river, man. And yeah, um, yeah that's the biggest thing. It's the biggest thing is 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 asking them. Are you going to be doing a neurodivergent as well?
1: Um, yeah, we do as much as we can. So we've been going into all neurological today. Um, so I've been speaking to the neuro athletes who are competing, um, and I've sent them the workouts as well. So this is what's been scaled across, uh, sorry, adapted across for them. And then they're just agreeing what they can and can't do. And we've been going into more in-depth stuff like, um, neuro crashing, uh, today, rather than the ability to do the movement. So I'm confirmed with all the athletes, the standard they usually do. And then the same as Willward. so I send them across America to will they're going to check the workouts out as well how they would scale it just so it's got the same opinion so the opinion goes across for everyone trying to ke- keep that continuity between all the competitions To this pointless creating a competition on this side of the water with different uh, different standards and then they go forth to America to compete and it's slightly different so different categories different weights we're trying to get it completely the same across I mean all that constantly everyone singing off the same song sheet and you're gonna have a lot more a lot happier community across it. But with our, our panel of adapts then, so we've got uh, subject matter experts in each division. Uh, so most of them are competitive athletes anyway, and coaches, games athletes, World athletes and competition owners. So they've all got their own categories and then we just feed feed off each other and they just double check everything that we're happy before we send it across to Wilwood and then it comes back and they get the good competition for them.
0: Wow. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I know it's it's very difficult especially in a um competition setting to be able to cater for the neurodivergent right because you've got the stims and you might have the overstimulization or something like that and it's like okay well how do we end up getting around this because we're packing out this arena so it's all fizzing for them. but then that actually might be the problem and how do you then quiet it all down and it, it's I know I understand it's difficult and we're going through a similar thing here trying to get adaptive weightlifting going on and you've got buzzers you've got lights flicking around and sometimes that might actually be the issue that's something that's trying to help the athlete saying you've got 30 more seconds right but it might be the issue and it's causing a a bad stim you're like okay great like how do we then get around that maybe you just got to give them as much time as they need maybe we need to give them something different and it's like all right sweet and again asking the athletes is it's just so cool um and it's it's cool to see someone highlight a hole in the industry and instead of just being like that's a hole and then move on just be like that's a hole how the fuck do I plug it
1: yeah there's um there is um quite a lot of uh organizations out there obviously looking into it as well mm-hmm. so we're focusing on the higher competitive competitions for individual athletes those who are going to the the games will um that we're looking into um which is, is good work, it is rewarding as well. So it's just having satisfaction when you hear an athlete, oh, it's great you're doing this. I can't wait to get on the floor, you know, show what I can do. And it's a good job of people actually thinking about it a bit more. Um, and then you've got other good organisations as well. So you've got like, um, you've got Craig at Alternate Movement. He's doing a lot with um, adaptive athletes within schools as well. And he's got his own special facility now for um, specific to adaptive CrossFit, uh, which is all great as well. And they've got other competitions in the year. So it's good. It's starting to see all these people come out of come out of the woodwork who are doing all that good work. So it's great, it's great to see it across.
0: Yeah, man. There's a lot of people out there that care, mate. You know, mm-hmm. just care about people, people in general, the whole wider community. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. The whole wider community. And it's not just like, no, no, this is an exclusive environment now. You've got to come to my Les Mills. Sorry to chuck mm-hmm. them under the bus, but they'll be okay, you know, and pay X amount of pounds a week or month or whatever it's like no 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 like we got into this to help people so let's help people you know and maybe we need to get an interpreter for somebody who might be deaf maybe Mm -hmm. we need to stand close to somebody and learn a little bit of touch sign for someone who is is deaf and blind you know you're like okay great like how do then i then adapt my coaching and adjust so then this athlete can can get what they they need.
1: Yeah. That's that's the message we're just trying to put, is just put that little bit extra time in. You don't need separate adaptive training, really. It can be any class, just, like I say, a little bit more time spent with that individual, that athlete, that member, Mm. that child, anyone who needs that slight bit of extra attention, just fit it into the class. And if they do need extra personal training, then one or two sessions, just to find out what their movements are, because... Any good coach, you would just adapt to them naturally. But like I look at athletes on the floor. I've like, to say, got ten people in the room. Go right, I'm doing this today. I can initially go right, scale, 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 RX scale, and you know what their abilities are. You know what weight they, and you can just see the weight difference. <coughs> Wait, you, you did 15s last time. Put that 12 and a half down. I know what you're doing. You know, I mean, you know their ability. Obviously, unless they need to do it for an injury on the day or time etc but uh what i've noticed with athletes as well we've been speaking to it, some of them don't want to go on the competition floor at an able-bodied event and have adaptive lanes some of them are like no they're still worried about what people think people staring um and judging them i think it's just i think it's just the life they've led leading up to it um that they've felt that way and unfortunately been put in those situations where they feel feel a bit down or a bit ashamed just for having an impairment or disability but they need to know that people don't don't think that they they most people look because they're amazed they're like look they're here they're on the floor they're doing it they're gonna get a lot of eyes on because they're doing something amazing they're pushing themselves out there they've you know come through adversity and they're just like right i'm gonna push myself and show exactly what i can do which is great to see so off middle ground the first one yeah i just can't wait
0: Amazing, man. How would you get around that that social inclusion sense? It's a it's a weird, weird one to navigate. But how would you attack it?
1: It's about just stepping outside the comfort zone, not diving outside of it so you can't come back in. Maybe go if they are that shy and that timid. Go to an event as an observer, as a first one. See it, you know, firsthand. Watch a friend that they know compete as well. Um, just on the floor. And then just just see their reaction afterwards. Once they've completed the workout, come to the side, hug, high-five your mates, you know, well done, you got through that, you smashed it. I mean, just seeing what they can achieve, that would be the best way of going into it. Or go to the second event, the one at Southern Quarter we're doing. Uh, so it's an individual event. So everyone there is an adaptive athlete or an adaptive coach. You know, everyone's there, everyone's going to be there. Everyone's going to be within the same swimming pool.
0: Mm. Yeah, I I agree, mate. You know, it's that slow exposure over time, right? Rather than just okay, fuck it, yep, yeah, let's just dive in. Like, especially yeah. if it's if it's over over the pond, and you got to then yeah. go travel to America and then get involved, and people sound weird over there, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's like no no, well, just stay in your local place. Slowly show yourself what's 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 going on. Maybe then uh, expand that reach. You know.
1: of well, the biggest things though is. And everyone knows when you step through the doors of a CrossFit gym, that instant community and support get get your community behind you first. You see, just by stepping the door, they'll see how amazing you are, what you can do. And they're like 100% behind you. Same with um, Rossi. When he first came in the gym, everyone was behind him on the workouts. It's like, yeah, sweet. Look what he's doing. And then someone will complain, oh, I'm hanging out, you know, t- 10, 20 burpees in a row. And he's smashing them out with, you know, one and a half legs. And they're like, how's he just popping around like that? You know what I mean? And just makes them, makes them think about themselves. Do you know what I mean? I've got nothing to complain on. Let's just let's just crack it. Now everyone's behind him. Every time he does competitions, he's live on YouTube, you know, um, any of the competitions, the whole box is behind him. Yeah,
0: it's, it's great just, It's so cool, man. You know, we got into this, whether it's a little long ago or a long time ago, and it's, we get fired up seeing a kid come in and smash themselves in the face and do something that they didn't want to do and do shuttle runs until they feel a little bit dizzy, right? Then you got those athletes coming in who are, 67 and a, a lady, a widow, they just want to pick up their grandkid and then they're squatting to a box and still working hard. Then you've got the other athletes come in that are absolute fucking fire demon breathing, uh, demons, right, who have done sport all their life and competed in GB and overseas. And you're like, that's also cool. You know, like, I wish the athletes could see themselves through our eyes, mate, because they are the same in the sense of somebody comes in and in seven minutes of burpees, they hit five reps and that's legitimately the ceiling of their capacity. I'm so damn proud that this person came through the shutter door and started mm-hmm. attacking their own demons, right? Trying to sweat out that that bad voice in their head. And I'm also so damn proud if someone hits 500 reps in that seven minutes, you know, the, the, the length and breadth of the results that they can come out with on this gym floor doesn't really matter. Uh, It is so complex. It's so so long, diverse. It looks different. You might be teaching somebody how to handstand walk over an obstacle, turn around, pirouette, flip around the place, throw 200 kilos above there. You're like, this is amazing. And then also you're like, guys, this is an air squat, right? And this is what we're going to try and do. This is a dumbbell. We're going to try and press this three kilo dumbbell above our head today. Right, or this is a PVC pipe. We're just gonna see if we can improve improve our mobility today. And if people could see or feel how we feel when we see that, I think they would put themselves in that environment a little more. Yeah, it's so cool, dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is so fucking
1: cool. Yes, so- it is absolutely great work. But going back to the the thing of doing those, and you can see someone do five burpees or five hundred burpees back to that point of how they feel on the day like um, myself as well so I'm a I'm a type 1 diabetic so my blood sugar level control has to be on point for a workout and sometimes ready to smash a 20 minute amrap and I could be three minutes in and I've got my calculations wrong and I'm going downhill I'm going dizzy losing vision My my brain's not connecting my feet or hand properly and I've just got to stop but literally a few minutes later I can have some sugar I still don't feel 100% but you know what I mean? I can still carry on. So you can't always give it everything. Stuff gets in the way, life gets in the way. Illnesses, impairments, but yeah, it's just doing what you can each day.
0: Well, bro, it wasn't that long ago when if you'd have walked into a place would be like, Oh, I'm I'm tired one diabetic, they'd be like, get out of here then. You can't yeah. do nothing.
1: Sure, but it's mate It weren't that long
0: ago, <laughs> mate. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, okay, we're all dealt a set of cards. You know, that's your cards. Now get skill foot playing them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, sweet. How do we have to get around this? All right, cool. I don't know if it's this British old school tenacity of like, we have to figure out a way. And that's that's kind of the only option. And we're gonna go forward anyway. Sometimes we've got to go over it, round it, underneath it, or straight through that motherfucker, but we got to go forward. Um and now we're seeing it bleed off, right? It's like, okay, when you're pregnant, brilliant. Things are gonna to have to adapt. Oh, you're missing a limb, brilliant. Things are going to have to adapt, you know, like your vision is real poor. Brilliant. Things are going to have to adapt. The way I place you in the room is going to have to change, you know, like if the uh, music is too loud and it's just overstimulating, you're going to have to adapt that and remember that. And it it makes that job interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every every day is definitely different in a CrossFit box. It's cool as fuck, man. Different. But like you say, Similar to a military saying, yeah, so improvise, adapt, overcome. You know what I mean? Gets given a problem, we'll see, improvise uh, with them, you adapt the situation, and then you overcome the challenge. You see, it day in, day out. So, exactly the same as an able bodied person with a workout each day. Improvise, adapt, overcome, get it done, get yourself out. 100%, mate.
0: So, if I was going to give you in a dream world, where would you want to take this adapt thing?
1: Um, so, don't know how long, number of years from now, so a lot bigger box, so I'd like to upsize the box and then have specific adaptive seminars running from the box, you know what I mean, a few times a year, that would be enough, so adaptive uh, seminars for coaches and for athletes. Hmm.
0: Would it be based just in that gym or would you go all around?
1: But yeah, so mainly out in the gym, but yeah, we can uh, go around to different boxes and and just do that. So we want to we be working for, as like a non-profit as well. So we'd like to go, go there, take an athlete from each division and actually you know, demonstrate for starters those nine key functional movements and the four additional movements to show how we adapt them for those athletes mm-hmm. and just get coaches uh, to open up their minds a bit more. Just think of like this, you, you can do this. It's just taking a breath, taking a step back, think about it adapting it to them
0: 100 percent, mate, 100 percent. be part of the solution right yeah. as uh big man steaders up in the north start saying be part of the solution you know it right. doesn't really matter in what capacity it doesn't really matter what you do just put that chip in that basket all right and help some people and maybe maybe they get to throw dirt on us as a happy man you know that's what we're going through
1: yeah mate great Are work there-
0: I got three, I got three questions. Yep. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: The greatest piece of life advice. I don't know. Uh, no, no days promised. Mm. Is I mean? <laughs> no days promised. So it could all be gone tomorrow. So yeah. Live for the moment. Mm.
0: What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: Ooh, I don't know join the army <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that was, that was that was probably one of the best bit of advice yeah um the worst bit of life advice was probably down to diabetes now when I got diagnosed and he was just like I said I don't want it to stop me I was just like well what can I do in eight weeks time I'm going to do a marathon right. like after diagnosis and he was just like no you can't push yourself at all anymore and that was, like, I say, the worst thing they can say to you is just like you've got to be careful. So literally straight away, eight weeks. I literally did like five runs leading up to it, controlling my blood sugar level. Had to carry a, uh, a day sack, so a backpack with all <laughs> my food and drugs in it, just to obviously uh, just in case. But yeah, just ran a ran a marathon after eight weeks, and that was a, that was a learning curve in itself. So I was just like, I've got to have enough food intake as I go. So I was taking on food. Um, so after 45 minutes when my glycogen stores went down that made sure i eat and i was eating like every 20 minutes half an hour but i felt absolutely rubbish and then i realized because i wasn't taking on insulin the food wasn't getting turned into energy so i was just blowing on steam so yeah learning curve but yeah but it um, it's pushed me through so i don't stop at challenges now mm.
0: that mentality of just like nah mate i'm gonna i'm gonna figure this out
1: no, yeah, so I did everything I could hard in the military. So I was a commander train, physical train instructor, any sort of course they they throw me on. I'm just like, yeah, just give it 100%. Mm,
0: 100%. All My right, last question. What are the three words you'd tell your younger self?
1: Three words? Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to come back to you on that one. <laughs> That's <not> all right, <laughs> yeah too too many of them too many situations
0: that's all good brother it's always cool to uh talk to people doing cool shit to really carving out a path for people to be able to follow in the sense of not just follow the leader but in a we're going to the promised land of health and fitness right of like hey team like we need to look after our our physical health a little bit more it's also going to have a little bit of a contributing factor to our mental health And hey, maybe we just tie that brush, right? Do that inclusivity thing. You know, it's it's a bit of a buzzword at the moment. And equality means equal on all parts, right? And where's the equality? It's not really here. We don't really know how to fix that thing, but we do know how to show people how to throw a kettlebell above their head. And if we can start that way and and breed out from the bottom up, you know, I'm a big believer in bottom up approach rather than top down. I don't really believe it's ever going to trickle down to the bottom. You know, so you're just like sweet. How do we actually do it? How do we have the accountability on ourselves and actually cause the change, right? And then people, people are cool, man. They end up doing their thing and they end up impacting their little communities around them, sub communities, their families, and the next thing you know, you've got a thriving ecosystem of people. You know, and it's it's only because we get up out of bed at four o'clock in the morning, you know, wipe the sleep out of our eyes, have about fifteen coffees before five a.m. And then uh, teach people some fitness. And it's fucking cool to see someone uh, blaze that trail, mate. So I've just got to say thank you.
1: No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. And I'll
0: see you soon whenever I get home.
1: Cheers, bro.
0: All right, bro. Appreciate it. Speak soon. Bye, everybody.